live and leaving Statsaputo. Vafanculo. Fuck you. You uh, suck. Vafanculo. Fuck you. Vafanculo. Fuck you. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that never attacks other podcasts outside of the studio or on their way to the studio or leaving from the studio. The VMP. We only hurt you with our words. <laughs> and they don't leave bruises. Exactly. Speaking of hurting, we're an angry bunch this week. And there's not much on today's show that isn't going to see us be, well, rather shouty. Today we are, of course, discussing the meltdown in Montreal and the failed end to Toronto FC's season. As well, we'll look at the MLS playoffs and all those other teams that still get to play. Jerks. And, of course, much more. Now, to today's panel. You come at him, and he'll take you out by spitting a few bars. He is our rap master. It's Mark Hinckley. Yo, yo, what up? Don't even try to start something with this Yorkshireman. He'll huck a pasty at your head. He's our man from Darlington. It's Duncan Fletcher. Pasties are for eating. You don't waste pasties by throwing them. What are you going to throw instead? Coal. Sure, that works. Christmas is coming. Here's some coal for your stocking. <laughs> for eating, not for throwing. Uh, as for me, I may sound sweet, but don't try any funny stuff. I'll throw down with the best of them. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. That was interesting. Yeah, and that was good. Yes, yes, interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, so playoff game. Yeah, mm. it, was, it, was a de- it was definitely a game. There was a game. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know I could say that they played the game, but... Playing! Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> they, they were there. They were, they were there, there, that's true. They did show up on time mm. and in uniform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this sort of feels like... I don't know, this is the scraping the ball of, bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. of the good things to say about this match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything, more positive, guys, more positive. There has to be... Something else. Uh, Vic Router was on the sideline. That, that's mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of that helps everything. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, uh, at some point in the second half, Jackson did that thing again where he like, tried to shoot from forty yards well, out. Yeah, oh, that was that's that right. was that actually was really pretty. That was, I, I always enjoy that. Yeah, that yeah, I, I, I almost, do enjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely right, almost yeah. smiled at that. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd given up on pretty much everything by then. So <laughs> that's a good bit of entertainment. That's Why true. not? That's true. Oh no! Yeah, you fucking pretend you're Yosima. Good for you. It didn't mm. rain. Didn't yes, weather. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. a wet. The weather, thing. the weather was good. There mm-hmm. was it was nice, mm-hmm. nice weather. All right. Um, you could hear the bell. The bell was like came in clear. Clear as day. Yeah, yeah. super yeah. clear. Mm-hmm. Good microphones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good mics. Mm-hmm. Um, but Greg Vanny was sharply dressed. Greg, yeah, yeah that was a sharp dressed yeah, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, yes. that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. That, that was that was fancy. That was fancy mm-hmm. Vanny. That was true. That was yeah. That was. Uniforms look clean. I think, did, did, did we already did, say that did, one? Did, oh, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like mm-hmm. we did, but you know, oh. still it's worth mm-hmm. mentioning. But mm-hmm. new kit guys trying to live up to Malcolm's Shit. reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did I mention the bell? Yeah, you mentioned mm-hmm. the bell. Oh, man. All right, all right, all right. Enough of that. Enough of that. 
There's nothing good to talk about. Fine. Because there's just nothing good to talk about. So, before we really get into it, everyone get it out of your systems. You've got however much time I decide until I cut us all off. What is the thing that makes you most pissed off about this game? Where do we start? So Michael fucking all, Bradley, like seriously, what, is like, with this what kind of fucking leader are you? Are you? The, 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 like the week running the around and it's you're not passing the you. and she's wearing a hat and you're not washing your face and you're not drinking any lotion on the page and you're not even helping anyone. You're not supporting your own leader. You're not even drawing a Really? It didn't work the first fucking time. Now it's gonna work again. What the fuck were you doing, Bradley? What's wrong with you? Oh, that's a start. Good. That felt good. Little, okay, that's felt good. good. All right, it's a start. It's good therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. So, the oh, match mm. was a very fitting end to Toronto's season. They were oh, outplayed, yeah. they were outcoached, and it completely underlined even more than the final game of the season the issues surrounding this team. Yes, that was one of the worst games they've ever played, and I'm talking all nine years. Mm. Yeah, like that wasn't just a bad game for this year. That was a bad game. That was that was five nil in New York. That was five nil in New York. Bad. That's exactly it. That was what I thought I was watching, just in a different location. Mm. Um, I I don't even know that we really want to, other than just doing our usual list. That there's. Yeah, hit the list. Oh, there's all sorts of things to talk about. I know, about. I know. Yeah. Like, should, but should we just do the list and then let the yeah, anyway. yeah moment was, of the match? Good. Anyone have a moment of the match? That's. Sure, that's not a... Does anyone have a moment of the match that has something nice about TFC in it? No. No. Uh, moment of the match. The third goal. Yeah. The third <laughs> Is goal... Is that everybody's? <laughs> that's mine. Watching, yeah. Uh, yeah, weird consensus clacks it on this one. <laughs> For those of you who... Yeah. <laughs> Angry, Angry clacks. Angry clacks. Aruga. Yeah, uh... <laughs> let's, let's, let's reminisce on what a shit show. Mm. Um... A little bit of pinball in the box. Montreal carving them apart, looking great. Kanopka makes a save on Bernier. Bernier gets his own rebound. That's not the problem. The problem <laughs> is nobody decided to go after Bernier. He had time to plot out his entire next move, and he decides to find Drogba wide open with seven red shirts in between mm-hmm. and chips them all spot on. And who was there behind Didier Drogba <laughs> watching the whole thing as if he was watching television, as if he as if he was playing FIFA. Went to the replay and chose to move the camera. Robbie Finley, mm-hmm. you just sat there and watched it. You didn't even notice it was Didier Drogba. How could you miss giant quote unquote legend Didier Drogba standing right beside you? Instead of thinking about swapping shirts, maybe you should have just stood in front of him. Oh my God! If nothing shows how piss poor they were that entire goal from start to finish mm-hmm. perfect absolutely perfect that screen cap of that shot when you see all the TFC players over here away from Drogba for those of you who don't have the video podcast working um, that should be printed out and handed to every current TFC player every member of the coaching staff Anyone involved in TFC? Future draft picks. Exactly. NCAA. <laughs> Former players who will be like, they, they'll have that Ontario, as like their wallpaper. That'll be your screensaver for months. Yeah. But this is why you're shit. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. This is why nine years on, we're still doing this. Yeah. Like that right there. It's crazy because it only took one to take a step back. It only took one to go... Hey, where'd he go? Oh, to he's not play there. like fucking Timbits? Yeah, I mean, 
And <laughs> like Timbits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned Finley. Yeah, there's like the seven of them were like, oh my God, there's the ball. I'm like, what's going to happen? And just not paying attention to what's behind them. Because, you know, why would you pay yeah, attention? Why would you, why why would you why pay would you attention to Didier Drogba? As a defender, he's got, why would you or, do that? You know, let's look at another way. Why pay attention to the guy who scored twice four days ago? I, why pay attention to him? But, you no. know, that's one thing. But Robbie Finley, as you say, he was watching. You know, yeah, literally. He looked like he was, oh, maybe I should, I, oh, oh, there's drop it. I should run, yeah, no, uh, oh, he scored. I, I mean, you know, potentially all the others, you know, Drogba had snuck behind them all ninja-like and they weren't aware. Whatever. <laughs> Finley was looking right at it. Yeah. And, it, yeah. I just love, I appreciate <sighs> the fact that the camera angle caught all of that. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely all of that. Yeah. I, what was funny, too, is when I was watching it, when they showed the replay, I, they paused it. And I counted the shirts. I'm like, holy shit. Mm. And then the next day I was watching. I'm not. I just happened to be watching. Um, I'm not sure if it was Sportsnet or, 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 or TSN. And they were showing the replays of the game. And they paused it and did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They put arrows <laughs> oh, with yeah. numbers over their head. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm glad I was the only one who caught that. I thought it was uh-huh. so special with my analytics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have analytics. But holy crap on a crutch. Mm. Sometimes I think there's an alternate reality that we're living in and that Robbie Finley's just trolling the shit out of us. I sometimes think that. He knows Robbie, exactly you know, what he's doing. Yeah. I, like, mm-hmm. if that's Is the he a case, spy from another hilarious. team sent to destroy us from within? Hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. Oh, my God. Kudos. If Kudos that's the case, you, this Finley. is the greatest thing I've ever heard. I, this was in Montreal. It's just the whole season's been one extended just for laughs gag. <laughs> that was the gala. That was, that the, was, the, yeah. that was the, the, the nadir of the whole thing. Yeah. And then, hey, hey. Then he turns around. Turned around pointing at the camera. <laughs> Didier Drago's got his arm around and points. Oh, look. Look right over there. Oh, oh you got Didier. You, oh, my you God. Got me. You card. You rapscallion. All you guys up there who look all pissed off. Prisby, you look really upset. This was a joke. <laughs> it's all a joke. You don't mm. mind. You'll be fine. Everybody oh. laughs. Oh, God. Wow. I wish it was. You are going to laugh so hard oh, when you say this, this on TV. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. It all makes sense now. Oh, it does. God. Wow. Robbie Finley, comedic genius. Who knew? Yeah. Mm. I, 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 what a I, I've quietly speculated, but now, <laughs> you know what? There's just enough there. Yeah. Just enough. There's enough evidence now. It all makes sense. It does just all make sense. Yeah. Enough. Mm-hmm. Prove us wrong. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. That was good. I did though. enjoy that that sort of kind of took off beforehand because we all knew that they wouldn't prove us wrong. Yeah. And then they went out there and so totally didn't prove us wrong. No. It, they did just they emphatically. Everything, yeah. Yes. Everything that we were thinking, yeah, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And, and it then did. This, yet the whole thing happened, whether tactically, sort of emotionally, gutlessly, Everywhere that TFC could have let us down, we could have predicted, mm, yeah, I could see this happening. It happened. Congrats. Wow. Nailed Good job, it. job, guys. Mm. Crushed it. Yes. All right. Man of the match. Kanopka. Piatti. Fair enough, yes. I'm going to go yeah, with the uh, yeah. TFC. My, my oh. non-TFC man of the match is Piatti, but I'm also I, with Kanopka. Uh, yeah, yeah it actually has to be Piatti. But Kanopka made like three or four good yeah, saves he did. No, before I, the first goal went in. And think, all right, he's, he's given us a chance. He's keeping us yeah. in the game. You know, That's all you can ask of a goalie when he's facing that many shots. Like, yeah. Yes, well done. No, I, I, even after he'd let the first one in. So, yeah, you're doing your yeah. bit. Eventually, those guys up front might do their bit, but... Uh, no. And yeah, one of the didn't. few players on the night that 
actually seemed to care yeah. mm. for the full 90 minutes yep. or mm. at all. I can think of him, Justin Morrow, mm. Sheru. Sheru. Yeah. Also to a degree. I didn't mind Oso's play. I didn't remember him doing anything horrible in the pantheon yeah. of horrors that took place. <laughs> Presumably, he was, he was one of the seven. But yeah, yeah. And I, I think, so was he yeah, no, he no. would have he would have been subbed in the second half. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many head shaking moments. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of head shaking moments and horrors, go to the match. Wow, <clears throat> wow. It it might be, uh, say, let's say Robbie Findlay because he didn't really do much up front and he didn't really help Jackson out. Yeah. So that made Jackson look really bad because Piatti was going right at him. So maybe it's Jackson because Piatti got by him all the time. And then that made Josh Williams look really bad because now all of a sudden Piatti's going at Josh Williams and he's not good enough for that either. So maybe it's Josh Williams. But no, it's Greg fucking Vanny. All of that was preventable, you fuck. Ding. <laughs> Um, I there's so many to single out, or but I I don't know. I was really unimpressed with Bradley. Um, just That's as I'll, yeah. Just as you know, if you're gonna look to if, if if the idea of being a captain is somebody that you look up to okay. in times of crisis, in times of struggle, in times of backs up against the wall, he was absent mm. at and and. Uh, even when he was there, it looked like he was trying to go for glory in in the, I don't know, less than a handful of shots that seemed to go anywhere near the trajectory of the Montreal goal. Um, I believe he had two that went nowhere near it, but well above, at least one. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just... Part of it, too, is like... is is. Because the way the league is structured and because the the amount of money these guys make does truly matter when you've got such a small salary cap and you have designated players who make a fortune. You mean Michael, 30% of the payroll, Bradley? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that one. Um, 29%. I'm, I, expect, I expect so much more out of the designated players. And when they're really, really absent, it's almost inexcusable. Because I'm sure we could get somebody on half his wage to do twice his job. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not... I realize everybody's allowed to have a bad game, but this was not the time to have it. For me, I had Bradley as well, although I was tempted by the Greg Vanny option. Because mm-hmm. that certainly came screaming oh, he's get, to He's going to get his. Oh, he has... He's <laughs> yeah, a, I guess he's, he's got his entire section. He own has section. his own section, but that's okay. Sometimes they deserve extra mm-hmm. scorn. Um, I have Michael Bradley. Yes, yes, definitely a bad game. And I thought a bad game the game before I accused him of disappearing then but not just so much for being invisible and playing poorly and getting involved in the wrong ways and throwing people off their games by trying to be super Bradley um I saw no leadership I saw no you know exhorting of his teammates no attempt to be like guys we got this like nothing Drogba for all of his many faults was a better leader out yes. there. And that man is a prima donna. He does whatever he wants. He was leading that team, though, whether or not he needed to. There was perfectly mm-hmm. capable guys on the impact who were mm-hmm. there, again, supporting their teammates. Bradley disappears in that way 
almost every single game and never more apparent than in that game. Yeah. And you do not deserve to wear that armband. I don't personally think you ever really did, but you mm -hmm. don't deserve to Agreed. wear that for your actions in that game. Mm -hmm. You should give it back and not accept it. Yeah, and I think, you know, the team in a way kind of followed his lead. I mean, what the main thing that came to me is if you remember back in May, whenever it was, and sort of Paul Pierce was talking about the Raptors, like they don't have it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we don't give a shit about it. And said, so, yeah, that's exactly what TFC don't have either. Yeah. Montreal, Drogba absolutely have it. it yes. Yeah. And it's like TFC, no. No. There's Michael no, Bradley, no. No. There's no and, fight there. There's no, no collective will to do anything as a group. There's no. guys that are trying. But collectively, I don't see that as a group of guys that want to win together, want to do well together. I just don't see it. I think the key word is together. Yeah, they're not They together. want to win, but there's a couple guys who just have their own game plan adrift from what the game plan may actually be. And if you're going to do that, you better get results doing it. Like I could, I, I could if somebody was going to pitch to me that Javinko has his own agenda from time to time, just based on his solo efforts. I don't mind it because he at least delivers when he decides to go rogue and take matter into his own hands. He'll get shit done. He'll get something done. Depends, Depends on the game. On who he's playing. Oh, yes. true. I think. Regardless of who he's playing. I haven't seen Bradley's, you know, I'm going to do this on my own, work out once. At least Javinko's probably got a thirty to forty percent success rate mm -hmm. of a shot on net at the on net where the goalie <laughs> yes. has to use his hands, not towards <laughs> the net. Like, I, I, yeah, I just mm. it's he's he's a bit exasperating, and I if if I wasn't aware of how many flaws his game has before, they were all on display yeah. on Thursday. Great. So speaking of Greg Vanny, Vanny tactics. Uh. <laughs> and yes, as Duncan said. Take, so everybody take a long drink. Exactly. A refusal, a blatant refusal to adjust his tactics. Mm, middle Same finger to common sense. Fucking starting eleven that got destroyed the second half of that game on Thursday. Sure, let's put them right back out there. They've already adjusted to you. Why should you have to adjust? We just need to try harder and <laughs> exactly. be yeah. more Twirl, aggressive and forward, forward yeah. more and yeah. always twirling. Uh mm. late subs. Mm. Where the fuck were the subs? Yeah, it's like no real adaptation up to half time or anything. Yeah, I, no reaction to the game. Mm. I, what did I say? Yeah, if that was the final exam for our student of the game, <laughs> he failed. <laughs> yes. That's that's what that was. You <laughs> slept in, didn't he, you, Greg? Yeah, he's, oh, he's, okay. he's tried to cram overnight <laughs> and that didn't work. You fell asleep. He got a cheat sheet from last year's exam. And last year's exam would have been the game beforehand. It's, it's The oh, thing so with bad. the starting 11, though, like mm -hmm. that... Again, that just lays it all out there. You know, whatever you think, whether everyone talks about how, how Vanny breaks down games and talks tactics and stuff, stop listening to anything he says. Because yes. if, if you're you, so smart, do it before it happens. Yeah. Exactly. Captain Hindsight. You had three days <laughs> to figure that shit out. Mm. We should have put a fifth defender there. Yeah, it took 15 minutes to adjust to you on Thursday. We played these three guys. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Hindsight. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just remarkable, really. I mean, I mean, there were 
changes that Montreal made, obviously kind of putting Bernier in the middle like and basically pointing Piatti right at our obvious weak spot, yeah. which had been exposed quite handily the you know, the game before and was in no way reinforced. And yeah, I don't know. And then it was just so obviously I mean Jackson was oh. like alone out there and not good enough. And Josh Williams, like I said before, right Piatti's got past him. Now Piatti's going at Josh Williams after getting past Jackson. And you know, Williams has been all right since he got here. And he's a decent, serviceable defender. It's yeah. a Dan Gargan level defender. Put him in a decent defense, he'll look okay. He won't let anyone down. Mm-hmm. But you know, put him in midst chaos and he's, mm, and you know, have him be the guy. All of a sudden, Piatti's running at him. And you know, where the fuck is the defensive midfielders and anyone to help out? You know, there's going to be a lot of problems there, and there were a lot of problems, and you just did fucking nothing, and just let it go, and then oh yeah, you threw him down at half time, and then he still didn't really do much at half time. Yeah. It's yeah, just baffling really, and yeah, just give Jackson some help. You know, they clearly exposed exposed. All right, yeah, mm, this is a weak link, and you know it. But Where's Colin Warner? Where's Marky Delgado? A bit more balance, but yeah, don't leave Jackson out there on his own with just like Robbie Finley, who's doing nothing to help out because it's going to go horribly wrong. It went horribly wrong on Sunday. It's going horribly wrong again. Why can you not see this? I mean, I don't particularly blame Jackson. He's had a lot of good games, mm-hmm. but I do feel you know, there was always a oh shit here, here he goes, goes yeah, and you know this is when it had it, but. Yeah, he he got no help, and Piatti is a really good player. So I think a lot of this, it's you know, kudos to Mario Biello, the adjustments he made, you know, on Thursday, yeah, like, yeah. well, and and before this game, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, ugh. and his tinkering were improvements. Yes, like they were yeah, already they were of, already owning them, yeah. and now it just made it worse. Yeah, the first half of the first game, hmm, all right, TFC doing this, all right, we'll adjust this, and then you know we'll adjust this again to. You know, go after the really go after the weak points that were exposed in the second half, and yeah, Greg Vanny had fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah. I there's there's so much so much of this. I mean, I want to blame him for so much. As far as the failing of the the, 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 the struggle of the season, <laughs> but he's no, 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 like the, the the struggle of the season. Here's as far some rope. As, Here's some more. Yeah, rope. yeah. I I just. I mean, he's he's not he's far from the, the the lone guilty party in this because the guys that they brought in to fill in those gaps were subpar. But if he's supposed to be a defensive mind and he's mm-hmm. got other defensive minds, right. as I said, mm-hmm. yeah, you can. Adam Fraser, take a bow. Surely, like, where was the guy who 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 plotted? The absolute shutdown of New York Red Bull. Where did that guy go? What happened to that thoughtful lineup <laughs> that managed to nullify the best team in the East? And it wasn't even close. It was an absolute shutdown. It was wow. fantastic. Where did that guy go? What happened to that guy three weeks ago to, to today? But to Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Where did that guy go? I need to know that because. He went from understaffed masterstroke to I give up before the game even started. 
Yeah, none of the DPs were playing. Yeah, that game they weren't. Yeah, and then I, I still I circle back to that a lot, and I'm not saying this team shouldn't have DPs. Of course, it should. That's how MLS works. That's how it's structured. But you can have good DPs. Yes, you can have. And I'm not saying that neither Michael Bradley or Josie Altador aren't talented players, although. I still sometimes put a pin in the talented for Josie Altador. He's talented in flashes, mm-hmm. but that's his job. Um, Michael Bradley, he's a good player. I, he's not a great player. I'm sorry, he's just not. But, but yeah, is he a defensive player? Exactly, and player? and we that changes really know, if you when you blink. It seems to change off so many times, and, and it changes during yeah. the like he he changes it. The coaches change it. The lineup changes it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that game. I don't know, you know, they had to play slightly differently. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that they don't need talented, high priced, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I mean, to be fair, they kind of probably. played a similar game uh, against like Columbus. They yeah. can, and for the first little while there, right, Columbus weren't doing anything. Then you know, we did a similar-ish kind of thing against Montreal. And for the first half of that first game, Montreal weren't doing anything. Mm. But much as like Bezbachenko said, like talking about the season as a whole, you know, July is when, you know, everyone's kind of played each other and people make adjustments and, you know, everyone can knows what you're doing. And that's when good coaches make adjustments and can do this and this. And yeah, July is when the season started going down the shitter. And again, in these games, huh, all right, people have seen what we've done. People have adjusted to it, and oh, and you know, in, yeah. the, in the last three games combined, there, yeah, Columbus they adapted, we couldn't adapt back. Montreal they adapted, we couldn't adapt back, and then we didn't even try to adapt back. Yeah. So, yeah. Meh. Hmm. Exactly. I think that 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 covers it nicely. Mm. Um, we sort of talked about the Michael Bradley captain issue when I made him my go to the match. Um, does anyone else have anything they sort of want to add to that about you know, it's just, you know, frustrating frustrating lack of leadership throughout mm-hmm. most of the season. I'd say there's a few games where I looked out there and thought, alright, there's a guy who seems to care, but mm-hmm. it's especially down the stretch that seems to have been incredibly few and far between. Yeah, and I think uh, there's like the article John Molinaro put out there, he was... Uh, comparing Bradley to Drogba and their sort of leadership qualities and that sort of thing and uh, you know Molinaro wasn't going to come out there and just outright trash Bradley I think you know that's not allowed at all for any media types but he was very much you know yeah Bradley is a leader he is this and this but it's all very much on a sort of intense kind of like inwardly focused kind of manner so hmm, that doesn't really work out for the team yeah and you know it's a yeah it's, it's a valid point he doesn't in any way he didn't in any way look like inspiring anybody or no. as if he was even really trying or to talking to them inspire or everybody and that's yes and yeah that that's the, the leader the, the general I mm. yeah I, I feel like um mm. oh is this the yeah this, so, is that piece that I saw earlier today so yeah so if if for those of you who don't read Twitter that often um go look up uh, uh the sportspost.com and there's an article uh, for November 2nd by Scott Nichols, Time for Toronto FC to Move On from Bradley and Altador. Mm. And in this article, he basically uses widely available statistics to kind of paint the picture that 
Toronto FC is grossly overpaying for what Bradley provides. And it's just using simple statistics based on the current season. And it he just he'll go uh, a blind taste test. Player A compete, completed 85% of his passes, created 1.96 chances, and won 1.76 tackles per 90 minutes. Player B completed 78% of his passes, created 2.31 chances, and won 2.14 tackles per 90 minutes. One of those players is still in the playoffs. Player A is Michael Bradley. Player B is Benny Failhaber. Mm. That's pretty crazy. To be fair, neither of those players are still in the playoffs. Well, Sparks got, an, yeah. well got kicked out as well. Fair enough. Maybe he wrote this before that. But <laughs> but also, too, he does bring up the fact that uh, uh, Benny makes $350,000 a well, year. Yes. And Michael Bradley makes Colorado plus, I don't know, Houston money? Like <laughs> Benny a DP? Pretty much. No, I, I don't believe. Uh, maybe he is. I don't know. Either way, it's still significantly, mm-hmm. still significantly less than uh, uh, what what uh, what what Bradley yeah. makes. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can make the argument that ooh, you know, beyond the basic DP cap hit, it doesn't really matter what you're paying him. Mm-hmm. But say, well, come on, and I think I'd go for this more with Altidore than Bradley. But for the amount you're paying, you should be able to get a lot better than that. This is yes. Just don't focus on ooh, it's a big American exactly. guy, exactly yes. shiny. Go it, to fucking Argentina, Central America, wherever. Yeah, go find for another like lava. Four six million dollars, <laughs> you could get someone really, really, really fucking good. Bring back Gil. Yeah, Gil, Gil and Laba. I would take Gil and Laba mm. back in a second, and not based on this. But I kind of preferred them in the first place, anyway. Yeah, I mean, me too. Waves wins. And and, and and it's and you know what? And it's to me, to me, yes. The the money does matter because half of the reason why Toronto overpaid for these guys seems to be from almost a marketing point of view. Mm, Except, almost. Ex- no, but I say almost because who in Canada gives a shit about U.S. men's national team players? I sure as hell don't. Tim Bezbachenko is in Canada technically, Mac. So um, I him. still don't care. And their value doesn't warrant another 20% raise than what, say, a Chicago or a New England might pay him. Mm. I don't, at no point are either of those guys worth the money they're making. Are they designated player worthy players? Sure. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dispute that. But 4.75 and 6 point whatever for the two of them? No, no fucking way. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to overspend, if you're going to spend that kind of money, get bang for your buck. Really get some bang for your buck. Mm. Don't just don't just buy in because the label looks shiny. I mean, well, uh, that's but that's that. And regardless also, of who you could also buying. throw Robbie Finley onto that pile too. Sure. And Damien Perkis into that pile. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, we could go along with. I mean, I understand you got to you got to fill the spot, and this is the best resume we can get on this money. I get that. You got to take a chance from time to time, but. For the amount of money, it's just insane. I I still like if 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 these statistics hold true, why don't we get rid of Bradley and offer Benny Fellhaber mm-hmm. a DP contract? Why do we have to go outside the league? Let's go get somebody inside the league and give them the raise they deserve. Or you know, let's go to say like Italy. Yeah. It wasn't like the stud out there that Jiminko is now the highest paid Italian. Yeah. So 
Michael Bradley's probably right up there with the second highest Italian. Which is crazy. Let's get like, a really good Italian yeah. midfielder. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And you know, bring him over. You know, maybe we'll overpay him. But whether he's like just a defensive midfielder or an attacking midfielder, pick one who knows what he is and what he's doing and can and make fit him stay there into a team. Then you can build a team around him because you know, all right, this is what he brings. Rather than I mean, what the fuck does Bradley bring? You know, two years later, we we still don't really know. Is he this? Is he that? He's a bit of both. Like, who knows? If you tell him to do this, is he going to do just this? Or... Yeah. All right, uh, gentlemen, I have some breaking news from the internet. Tony's fired. Not that. Not. Oh, but. Boo. But Finley's released. Jason Christ. Jason Christ. Our savior. Parted company. He has with New York City Football Shit. Club. Shit. Okay, Bill Manning. Bill Manning. Come Please, on. we beg of you. Bill. Bill. Oh. Bill. Oh. Bill, you you remember good times. You remember in Real Salt Lake when you had uh, Jason Kreiss and you uh, won the MLS Cup. You got to the final of the uh, CONCACAF Champions League. You regularly qualified for the playoffs, made finals, did very, very well. And you know, actually had a good, consistent team that made sense. There was a, an actual identity. All these things that Jason Kreiss brought. Go on, Bill. That was good times. Fuck these guys. Go get him. Yes. Fuck them in the ear. Listen I don't Doug. care. Fuck Greg Vanny. If Jason Christ doesn't want Tim Bezbachenko, fuck Tim Bezbachenko as well. Go Ooh. get Jason Christ. Listen Go on, Bill. Yeah. Listen to the man. Please. Beg of you. We we literally beg of you mm. to do this for us. Do this for us. All right. Amen. <laughs> and yeah, as even aside from there, it'd be good for the team. Exactly. Uh, I, oh, oh my God. The yeah, really? The Salmon? Goals. Is that the only shit we got on that guy <laughs> and the whole student of the game? Come on. Our Lord and Savior, Jason Christ. Way better. Years yes. of podcasting uh, fodder. Uh, like, it'd be glorious. Bill, look please, at it from please, our please, point please, of view. Please, Give please, us entertainment. Please, please. Give us yes. good stuff to please use. Not make on. shit up and make bad stuff. This time. Oh, God. Well, that's weirdly happy news yeah. well we'll see that, that that's magnificently entertaining news yeah. in the uh, New York City you looked as if you weren't going to be just oh right friggin Man City and superstars and this and that and going to be a shit show you looked as if you were doing this right you went out and got yourself a great coach who knows what he's doing and then you gave him one year and that's and fantastic that team, yeah well done Bravo, delightful it really is quite delightful Bravo. that is if nice stadium too a tfc podcast <laughs> <laughs> you guys are looking kind of dumb I, <sighs> but oh god well oh, yes jason yeah. christ please mm. right please right. so speaking of greg vanning oh so Jesus, I, I, on, on uh on sunday i was uh i was drinking. at the i was drinking because i was unemployment line no <laughs> <laughs> Drinking at the unemployment line, and Greg Vanny is now. Sorry, not on, not on Sunday, on Thursday. Oh. Um, I was at the viewing party. Oh, how was mm. that? The official TFC viewing party. You know what? You know, filled the Queen Elizabeth uh, Theater down at uh, the exhibition grounds, mm. and lots of there was there was some free drink, there was some free food. We got some swag. Mm. There are some lovely T-shirts and a beer cozy now decorating the DMP Tower Studio. Ooh, was Tim Lewicki there in a? Uh... Sadly, no. Oh. I know, I know. Was he but, chumming um, with uh, Garber at the stadium? It must have been. Probably. So, but what was sort of other than the collective room of angry people, really, as the game wore <laughs> I on? That could have been entertaining. Um, 
And uh, the, I felt for the guys, the, the camera guys that were there, who were clearly expecting to be feeling, filming like excited, happy fans to put together in some sort of mm-hmm. end of season show reel or for next year or to entice future uh, sponsors and stuff. The episode yeah, of All I for know. One, that, that got uh, ruined. After, <laughs> after not too long, yeah. you could just sort of see the camera guys like leaning against walls, sitting down. Go home. Just not really doing much of anything mm-hmm. because there wasn't much that would have been good to film. Uh, but what was funny was other than uh, everyone cheering when we saw Prisby and... Uh, uh, football saves. Well, uh, Mike Newell up on the screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, hey, we was know that, those Was guys. that Who yeah. sullen? Oh yeah, that's Prisby. Oh, um, but well done, man. After a while, every time we saw Vanny, hearty booing, oh. a lot of booing Excellent. and shouts of Vanny out. Uh, the same went for Robbie Finley. Nice. Uh, then lots of booing for Robbie Finley. Uh, we, we've Some done booing for Bradley. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, by the end, we were all cheering for Montreal goals. When Becker missed, uh, everyone was like, aww, because that would have just been the most delightful. That would have just capped it. Exactly. That would have been. The grandest TFC moment ever. You had, I, you had to think that's why they put him on. I would have begrudged Becker that goal. Oh, it was complete, like, victory cigar. Oh, that was, that was true. You know, yes, he was. That's, yeah. You called him a human yeah. victory cigar, yeah, didn't you? that's exactly yeah. what it was. Like, all right, we don't need to, we don't need to care anymore. Kyle, so what Kyle, you, be, know, you don't what, play what very much? What the funniest substitution I can make? Yeah, Kyle fucking Becker. Go on, Kyle. Take as many shots as you want. You score as well. So, yeah, so by the end... Everybody... Give Kyle the ball. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if Dini is wide open. You give Kyle the ball. Uh, and he nearly scored. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, I would have. I would. I would. Beat scored. I was that like, would have been. Hilarious. I'm gonna have to get me a Kyle Becker Montreal <laughs> kit. Yeah. Because that shit's hilarious. But, but that was the mood uh, by the end. No amount yeah. of no amount of free beers or uh, meatloaf or whatever the else they fed us. Little meatloaf thingies. I don't know. Meatloaf. Meatloaf sliders, kind of things. Mm, all it, was, right. it was interesting. I don't mm-hmm. know. There Would was food. Do... Nothing for vegetarians, though. Sorry, vegetarians. Yeah. Did you do Except anything? for the chips. Mm-hmm. Did, did that meatloaf do anything for love, but it wouldn't do that? Two out of three ain't bad. Mm. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was an interesting experience to sort of. You know, be there with a group of people, most of most of who I didn't know, but I saw some friends, and but really just to see the the growing combination of apathy and anger, because people were really pissed off, and then it was just like, fuck this, mm-hmm. and people sort of silently streamed out into the night. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that was it. It was like, mm-hmm. eh, eh, yeah, eh, eh, yeah. I imagine night. after a while, you, you know, it, you're all in it together, the misery, and then after I was like, yeah. You know, I, don't I just don't want to look at anybody. I don't, I don't even yeah. want to do this. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I, just, I do feel like even like TFC Twitter at the time, like during the game. Oh yeah, there was just like a lot of like hatred and fun making and all that sort of thing. And, and then, then like, the last few days is like, you know, it's not really all that much. As if everyone's just a collective. We're, we're just, you know what? Fuck we're it. just taking yeah. a break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And on that same thing, like, you know, one good thing TFC have done over the last few days. Go on. The, the website and social media is just fucking nothing. I mean, their, their match report was four paragraphs. Yeah. <laughs> if you can call those paragraphs. <laughs> it was, hmm, we released this player that we drafted two months ago and who never played for his level of brevity. Yeah. And then there's been nothing there since. Yeah. And their Twitter, just nothing. And, you know, that's a good decision because 
you know, obviously it's their yeah. job. They can't putting out negative things, but who the fuck wants to hear positive things? Exactly. So, well done, whoever amongst TFC's media people decided to just say fucking nothing for the last few days. Yeah, it's a good idea. You know, after a fight, the last thing I want to do is hear your voice or see your face or watch you try to play soccer. Good call. Hmm. Well, speaking of fights, so oh. there's one last thing we're going to talk about oh. from this game before we... Wow, segue. Oh, Joe segue. Bluth is here, because that's a segue. Yes. Ah, is. ah. That was excellent. Ah. Yeah, rusty. Um, yeah. So for fans that uh, eventually did end up traveling to Montreal for Thursday night's game after the controversy earlier on in the week about whether or not fans would be able to go, although it was very much a security check heavy situation no flags no signs no i don't even think they're allowed to wear tfc colors to a degree um but everyone no no bags were allowed in in some mm. cases you had to be on the list to be allowed in the section so there was a lot of heavy security involved at the stadium however <laughs> um in a repeat of some of what happened on the game on sunday TFC supporters were attacked on their way to Stad Saputo and then worse afterwards. So we've heard stories of and from, you know, people we somewhat know of uh, baton attacks, um, flares being thrown. I was told that people were stabbed with exacto knives. Really? Um, yeah, uh, JC Plant uh, actually wrote a little piece about it for Premier Punditry about that. Um, so there were so a, a, some a girl was punched in the face. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was a lot of incidents uh, surrounding um, impact supporters or people who want to just get in on some assholery. Um, but Fooligans. the the problem, them. other than the fact that mm. people were attacked and there was violence, is that the security from Stad Saputo and the security. That, and this has happened before. We've been to Montreal games where go to this station and an escort's going to meet you there. And you go to that station and you're like, yeah, anyone? Yeah, and then they just, you know, you're supposed mm. to wait and get escorted to another part. And they're like, oh, just go ahead. And where they release the, the supporters out into is, as someone says, it's that, it's that wooded area around the back. So sure. it's not exactly safe. It's at night. It's dark. And they don't care. So off the premises. <laughs> We've done our job. Done our job. Let's go get a beer. And and this is this is very much a concerning thing. And again, this isn't the first time this has happened in Montreal. And this, to me, sort of smacks as the worst that TFC supporters have faced in consistently having issues. I don't know, maybe Columbus, mm. but I don't even think I heard anything like this coming out of Columbus games. No. Um, yeah, and that's more about that, the police tasing them. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, I've been to three month games in Montreal now, and I've never had an issue at all. And any other of MLS... Yeah, and nor have I. Any other stadium I've been to. It's like, yeah, right, that's never sort of been a problem. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of surprised me. But, you know, you kind of hear every now and again, say, yeah, it seems to be Montreal. And, you know, there's... It is just, you know, a few idiots. Sure. Know, oh, yeah. I'm not fans, branding then, everyone from Montreal or any impact supporters, then, really. You know, at the same time, the, the club doesn't really in any way seem to have come out and tried to address this at all. So, Which is the concern. And neither the, has MLS. Must, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, it, so, I mean, it, couldn't, massive, like, it couldn't be caught on camera. So Gar why would Garber care? That's really what it is. He's only he, his, It's all about the image for him. 
he thinks that if 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 you can tame the fans to do what you want inside the stadium, that's exactly how we're gonna get sponsors because God knows the football's great, but hmm. like once it once it's outside of the stadium, oh he doesn't care. He it it really feels like he doesn't give a shit because if he did, you'd probably hear more you'd probably hear more outcry from him whenever New York plays DC. Or whenever New England plays DC, or New England plays New York, or the two New York teams get together, like whenever when you actually have regional rivals that you could feasibly go for the day, go to the game, come home. I'm sh- surely there are incidences from those matches at some mm-hmm. point in time. This isn't ice; it's isolated because it's Toronto, Montreal, but it's not isolated within the league. So, thanks for the silence, yeah. like. I mean, to be fair, I think that is something that is probably fairly commonplace, like throughout the world, really. Is, oh yeah, you know, most of the uh, the action would happen outside of the stadiums, and outside of you know Britain in the eighties and nineties and everything it was mm-hmm. always generally right. Yeah, the train station. Let's everyone meet there. Um, so yeah, that's not entirely just an MLS phenomenon, but I, I yeah, they they are very quiet about it, and all right, we're, we're not going to address this at all, and hope it goes away. I, after you know, whereas. TFC fans lit some fares, flares. Oh, big fuss about that. And, oh, and then like, yeah, the entire bell end was uh, smoke <laughs> Yes. Where was the other end than the... Uh, the oh, that's end. right. Yeah, yeah. It was where the, uh, the UM02 Mot, UM02, I don't know. I don't know either, yeah. but... Um, yeah, they were, <laughs> they were full on smoke and flares. It's like, <laughs> okay then. Uh, Double standards. But they're, they're not allowed to do that, but they can for this game. Oh, okay. So mm. they were sanctioned. No, just, oh, okay. So so the p- they, uh, playoffs, mm. different rules. Mm. Yeah. That must be what it maybe, is. Maybe, maybe. But regardless, it's really wrong that nobody has, from mm. any team or from MLS, stood up and said, this is a problem. We need to protect the fans. Um you know, it should be addressed. And mm-hmm. again, we're not tarring every Montreal supporter with this brush, but these idiots shouldn't be supported. And there should be some sort of there should be some sort of better plan in place for traveling support. And you can't call yourself a class league if you don't make that happen. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it's kind of sort of one. It's definitely one thing I've liked about traveling to away games. Yeah, MLS it's usually pretty it's seamless, very friendly. Yeah. And hey. Hey, you traveled? Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, it's never been. It's like, ooh, all right, well, we've got this section on lockdown with security, so nothing can happen. It's, hey, people are mingling and mixing, and you can talk with various different people. And, you know, it's randomly stumbled into the, the supporters group, like, Perba before a game in Seattle. Seattle fans super friendly. Yeah, yeah. There was a game in Chivas, uh, you know, the... The game in Chivas was the best. I actually contacted the Chivas oh, um, like ticket department and said, I, I just need, just, you know, there was obviously not going to be any kind of concentrated supporters groups, tickets or anything. So just give me like two tickets wherever you put the away fans. And they gave me tickets specifically right in the middle of a supporters group section. Like Chivas supporters group, Noobs. which I thought was remarkable, uh, but you know it's Chivas, the, the ground's empty, you just yeah. move. But they were all super friendly, and yeah, it's it would be sad if uh, it did have to go into a oh, away fans have to be over here and kept separate and everything. Yeah, we don't want that. No. So just do your jobs outside yeah. of that. That's and all we're asking. Relax, Montreal fans. Relax. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a game, mm-hmm. and I still don't care. <laughs> I mean about the rivalry, not the injury. <laughs> That's shit, but I don't care.
Well, Toronto FC may no longer be in the playoffs. No. no. Bunch of other teams still are. In fact, Meh. they're all playing in the conference semifinals. And there were lots of games on the weekend. And before that, there was another playing game that we also need to mention. And here to tell us all about the excitement, not UDC, we're sorry, uh, is Duncan <laughs> Fletcher with this week's MLS wins and losses. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You're the butter on my toast. Aw. Thanks, Kristen. Um, yeah, you, you mentioned playing there. I got uh, a lot of this. Uh, it was really about those uh, midweek planes because that happened after the last episode. So eh, it all kind of counts. It's not just about the weekends. Wildcard time. Ooh. Wildcard. You make my parts hard. Which would have been so much better if I would thought of that last week. Yes. My parts hard. It's yeah. perfect. It is. It's also uncomfortable for us at the table. Sure. Yeah. Hands above the table. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Um, Tony's anyway. not missing anything. No. <laughs> um, yeah, a fantastic wildcard round, really. Yeah, aside from TFC's game, anyway, there was <laughs> plenty of drama, close finishes. So it all ended up with the higher seeds going through. Uh, first up, DC United versus the T Terrorists. And uh, the Revolt scored first with a hell of a goal. Juan Agadello with a bicycle kick from about 15 yards out. Uh, past Bill Hamid inside the far post. DC were wobbling, but didn't go down. Equalising before half time through Chris Pontius. In the second half, there was uh, a touching throwback to 2014 TFC. Uh, yes, the Caldwell Arms oh. made an appearance. Uh, this time it was Scott Caldwell's arm. Oh. And uh, Mark Geiger actually called the penalty, which I don't think ever happened with Stephen no, Caldwell never. for some reason. He's magic bubble. Yeah. yeah. Invisibility cloak um, or something. Anyway, Chris Wolf missed the penalty. But uh, a few minutes later, he made up for that by scoring a fairly simple tap-in. Uh, the game ended with another ball hitting an arm in the penalty box. This time, Geiger didn't call the foul, which ever so slightly... Uh, upset Jermaine Jones, who ignored the ball, which is very much still in play, to charge at Geiger, getting himself a red card, then continuing to manhandle Geiger. So uh, lots of fun. Big suspension awaits, no doubt, but uh, Mm. they'll have to wait until next year, as uh, the revs are done. DC going through. No. Mm -hmm. No more Fagundeses. Or fresh ones, anyway. Mm. That's true. Uh, over in the West, we had a classic matchup. Two big spending sides. Everyone expected to do well. And all in all, uh, it was an entertaining shit show, really. <laughs> uh, Seattle took the lead in the fifth minute when Omar Gonzalez and Donovan Ricketts got mixed up. Uh, after the Galaxy equalized, Seattle took the lead again when Steven Gerrard stopped running with uh, his mark from a free kick, allowing Nelson Valdez to score, then making a big show of blaming Ricketts for not coming out to get the ball. Wasn't Gerrard's fault at all. No. no. On his no. pay wage? Nope. Nope. No nope. way at all. Uh, Galaxy equalized again before Eric Frieger got the winner after yet another mix-up in the defense. Uh, Bruce Arena summed it up nicely. I think Christmas came early in Seattle. We absolutely gift wrap that game for them tonight. Our play in front of our goal defensively was atrocious. We just gift wrap those three goals. Give them credit. They jumped on the mistakes, but we were shockingly poor. I've got to say, Christmas in the arena household sounds fantastic. Oh so God. exciting. Like, yeah. oh that must God. be the best time ever. Yeah. Like, what yeah. did you get for Christmas? <laughs> I gift wrapped this for you. It's a PS4. Thanks, Thanks Dad. That's awesome. <laughs> you going to hook it up to the TV? Yeah. Maybe later. I can't contain my excitement. Settle down. Whoa. 
keep it down. I don't want to have to punish you on Christmas Day. Wow. It's like with a... It's yeah, exasperating. It <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yeah, the champs and last year's runner-up out already. Uh, on to Poland, where the 2013 champion Sporks were hoping to get past the Timbers. Uh, it was an entertaining blood and thunder kind of matchup that really got its dramatics on uh, late on. Uh, Poland took the lead in the 57th minute through Rodney Wallace and looked good before trying to park the bus at the end, inviting too much pressure. Uh, it eventually told the 87th minute, Kevin Ellis scoring from a corner kick. Uh, into extra time, Christian Namath uh, scored a hell of a goal to give the Sparks the lead. But cometh the hour, cometh Maxa Ruti, who uh, equalised in the 118th minute. And it was on to penalties, which was Woo-hoo! fantastic uh, in a certain way. Um, <laughs> Chad Barrett summed it up best. I've never seen anything like that. Everybody says it was the best PK shootout in MLS history. I think it was the most intense, but I think it was the worst PK shootout. They kept missing. You could see the nerves. That's what playoff soccer does. Chad, so excited! So excited! Yeah. I can just still be running around and sweating. Like, he needs and, to calm, yeah. getting a cramp. He needs yeah. to calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really does. He needs to tear it down. Uh, he was right though. It was uh, indeed sloppy. Diego Valeri missed Portland's first. Uh, Dom Dwyer missed the spark second. Jack Jewsbury de Guzman the fourth. Uh, <laughs> That's but Bezler's cheeky Penenka attempt went over the bar, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went to sudden death. Jorge Villafayana missed the sixth. I completely butchered his name. Uh, but then Kevin Ellis hit the post. Alvis Powell missed the ninth. Saad Abdul Salam hit both posts. That was uh, tragic. That was crazy. <laughs> uh, we eventually got to the goalies. Keepers! Um, Adam Kowarasi scored, but then John Kempkin, after coming on as a second-half sub and after saving three penalties to give his team a chance, saw his own efforts saved and the Timbers were through and the Spokes are out. Yay! Never been happier. Good times all around. Something good happened in this playoffs. Yes. That was, yeah. a, that was a, a nice little ending to Thursday night. Yeah. Yes, yes. I gave up. Mm. I was just so... Yeah, yeah. Fair anyway. Enough. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, anyway, after all that, we moved on to Sunday and the first leg of the conference semifinals. As first legs often are, they weren't half as much fun. Uh, the Red Bulls went to New York, got a 1-0 win through a Dax McCarty header from a free kick. Most noteworthy thing in that game was just how bad DC were. 54.5% so passing success rate. <laughs> And uh, the first team in MLS playoff history to get zero shots on goal uh, as a wow. home team. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're only 1-0 down. So I know. Firmly in anything can happen territory. Yeah. Our, our, our friends over at uh, the uh, Filibuster podcast, though, they're so sad that they're not recording tonight. They're, they're taking another day to think about things. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so it's going to be tough. I'll tell oh, you from experience. You're in the playoffs. Oh, oh no. I feel, oh, I feel so things. bad. Oh, I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm going to do stuff. I'm going to watch my team ben, fail. Ben, Jason, the Adam, level. are you guys okay? We don't to watch our team beat New England at home. Oh, yeah. what it must be like to be able fancy and rich and stuff with talent. Mm-hmm. I don't, sorry, you get no sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck all you guys. Uh, anyway, yes, so uh, DC lost to New York. It's a bit of a pedestrian game. Portland-Vancouver wasn't much better. Uh, that one ended 0-0. Maxi Ruti hitting the post laid on in that, that one. That was tragic. So uh, both of the higher seeds looking good, heading into the second leg. Uh, Fun did rear its head again uh, later on, though, in the Montreal versus Columbus game. Where, uh, after D.A. Drogba had a goal disallowed, Crew took the lead. 
uh, Federico Higuain with an easy goal after an attempt yeah. to drug the clearance fell to him. It's a beautiful pass. No, it mm. was. Well done. It's quite the assist. Uh, the equaliser came a few minutes later. Patrice Bernier. Legend. Hopping up to score again. Uh, in the 77th minute, Johan Venegas uh, pounced on some sloppy possession, uh, stole the ball from Parkhurst, and he was through on goal with Drogba alongside him on a two-on-one breakaway. He chose to ignore Drogba. Who does that? I know. Balls is bravery as a, right there. Big as a bell. Yes. <laughs> Bang. Giant Costa Rican Bang. balls. Uh, Lucky for him, he scored. Yeah. So yes, yeah. Giant balls. Yes. Um, that ended up being the winner, though uh, there was still plenty of action laid on. Uh, best moment being Drogba sliding very late into Columbus <laughs> goalie Steve Clark. Then, after Clark got up, grabbing onto his leg, pulling him back down, then having the cheek to act as if he was injured, and somehow all that only got him one yellow card. Um, I don't quite understand how, but uh, anyway, two on it is. I didn't uh, understand why Clark didn't tap. He had, a, he had that ankle lock in really deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, if somebody wants to be a hero, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's very finely balanced, heading into the second leg. And finally, it was Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas in yeah. Seattle oh, with uh, right. faint pointy ball lines on the pitch from a Seahawks game from two weeks ago. But uh, Optimism. TFC will be fine. Oh, yeah, that oh, magic yeah. paint removal mm-hmm. system that's yeah. patented oh, yeah. by TFC. Yeah, yeah. I have an idea. Yeah. I'm going to sell everybody on moving a pointy ball team into your soccer stadium, and then I'm going to piss off to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look at all these renovations I did that you didn't need. Hey, isn't this great? Isn't this great? By the way, the local hobo lives on your couch now. Have fun. (laughs) See ya. Monorail? Yes. Uh, Anyway, yes, Mark includes FC Dallas in Seattle. Dallas took the lead. Yay. Fabulous pass from Mauro Diaz. Hell of a pass. Fabian Castillo, free on a counterattack. He scored. Uh, In the second half, though, Seattle came back. Uh, Andreas Evenschitz. Got the first. Then uh, Clint Dempsey nice. got the winner, direct from a free kick in the 86 minute. Uh, two excellent goals, really. Um, yeah, so that's about really all four ties very much up for grabs heading into the second leg. Next Sunday should be a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. You're so dreamy. Oh, I am. That's true. everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks! Didier Cogba! Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game and we hope yours as well. Last week's Bitchy Blank was, I would have gone to the TFC pep rally on Tuesday, but blank. Before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what do you have for this bitchy blank? I didn't go, because let's be honest, I fucking hate this team in many ways. Fair enough. Mm. That seems... Oh, I didn't know I could go that truthful. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, actually, to put some thought into this. Mine's pretty uh, yeah, truthful, that, that's, too. That's the problem. That's I didn't say. Uh, I, I would have gone to the TFC pep rally on Tuesday, but after the undeserved ticket hike... Keeping my job to afford the luxury of TFC tickets instead of taking <laughs> off at 3 p.m. and standing with suits who could pay for all of our tickets outright and never miss that cash. So fuck you. 
three o'clock. Idiots. Well, mine's kind of similar. I would have gone, but I was at work because it was three o'clock on a weekday. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really? Do they really think that people just TFC fans are all these money people who just happen to work in downtown di- financial district? You're just like, oh, I'm taking off early. Fuck you back to your desk. It's a TFC rally. Okay. Like <laughs> a conversation that never fucking happens ever. There seemed to be from pictures and tweets that were directed my way um, a decent turnout and that we should not be so narrow-minded as to think that there aren't TFC fans in those buildings downtown. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there are. And some, I'm yes, sure there are. And I'm pretty sure that we never said that there weren't. Just if, that if, if my... they're going for the rabid supporter group, the usual people who come to those things to be excited or the people who are on the fringes of that, this was not the time to mm-hmm. do it. I think is what we were trying to say. Oh, I know if, if my the favorite sort of Bay Street denizen anti-union guy you know, would tell me anything, as well, you know, these people are hard workers. They wouldn't dream of taking time off. You know, these are you know your downtown Bay Street types. They're private sector. They're sort of working hard. You know, lazy union types. Sure, they could go down there, but not the financial sector people. Oh no, dare to dream. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dare to dream. However, our winner for this week's Bitchy Blank is Tuffy Rocks at Tuffy Rocks on the Twitters. Good name. It is for a, good a Twitter name. handle and a name. I like it. I, you know, his parents gave that to him. And mm. Mr. and Mrs. Rocks. Yeah, he was able to just run with that. Good, good, good. So. Good job, Tuffy. All right, sorry. What yeah. is it before I before I give him props? Exactly. Sorry, what is it? He would have gone to the TFC pep rally on Tuesday, but he was too busy out buying flares and smoke bombs. <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be allowed uh. to this Twitter feed anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for playing Tuffy. Well done, man. All right. This week's Bitchy Blank is next season, MLS will do blank to make sure that TFC make the playoffs. As always, do send us your answers to us on the Twitters at VocalMinorityCA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as you see fit. Play as often as you like, but get us those answers by 5 p.m. on Monday. Thanks. So as we mentioned earlier, TFC, of course, are not playing, but mm. oh, rub it in. I know, well, we've got to somehow accept reality, but we're all footy fans, and for the most part, we're all still watching the MLS playoffs because mm. we have the capability to do that, and you know what? Props to TSN and Sportsnet or whatever, TSN, for showing the games yeah. and not having us that- go, does anyone have a stream? Curling. Who's got MLS Live? Yeah. Well, DC versus New York wasn't on TV. Oh, it wasn't? Okay. No, it was just like the last three games on Sunday. Still. But still, that's not bad. That's not bad. But all TSN, nothing to do with you, Sportsnet. Yeah. yeah. Hate skinned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to throw that in. So Sunday's games sort of range from blah to, you know, what? That was kind of crazy. Mm. However, there are still, of course, the second legs to come. And we want to take a quick run through and see what everyone's picks are to advance from the Eastern Conference and from the Western Conference. Players to watch and maybe one last look at Drogba, the wrestling star. So, 
after the first leg of the semifinals, who are your picks to make the conference finals? And if different, who do you want to make it? I would like DC to make it, but New York will make it 100%. Um, Columbus and Montreal, I don't particularly care which of them makes it. I'm, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, I think Montreal will make it. Uh, what are we going to do the other hand? I think Seattle will beat Dallas and Portland will beat Vancouver. And I'd be more or less okay with uh, all of those results. Marcus? Um, as far as the Eastern Conference, I'm with my esteemed colleague, Ooh. New York and Montreal, to uh, both advance. I prefer distinguished. Mm, give it a week. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think New York's going to do the business against D.C. And um, Montreal... They're kind of fun to watch, so I'm kind of kind of pulling for them to go through. I, I mean, if Columbus were to go through, I would be indifferent. I, largely indifferent. I don't mind either team right now. I, they're both they can they both have the potential for playing entertaining football. Um, Columbus has got the the triple threat in Jack Mack and Ernie, um, mm-hmm. so I don't want to rule them out because he can come off the bench and you know the three of them do Voltron and score a goal. Um, Western Conference, I'm going the opposite. Of my esteemed colleague, I'm picking Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. They're gonna, I Surprise. think they're gonna, they're gonna, Shocking. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you know, not, not, not all of us, not all of us can be so unashamed. And uh, I think Vancouver is going to uh, uh, take down Portland. All right, um, I basically agree with you guys for Eastern Conference. I, I want DC to go through, not just because they're my pick, but I do have a little bit of a soft spot for DC. But I fairly certain that it will be New York and uh, fuck Montreal Columbus can go through thank you very much just you know I enjoy watching Columbus actually oh, no, there's I like watching Iguain. I like yeah. watching Kai Kamara they're they've got a lot of fun things to watch they about do. them so they do. There's- I do feel you know whichever team comes out of Columbus versus Montreal I, I probably you know that's a team I would like them to beat New York oh yeah, yeah New agreed. York Oh, I don't want... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't particularly like New York. Plus, they're dull. Exactly. They're, they're impressive. They're you know, impressive. You, you, I can admire them, but... True. Yeah. 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 There's not much fun there. There's much more fun in both yeah. Columbus and Montreal. Yeah, it's a shame exactly. that one of them's going to go out. Mm. Yeah. And then Western Conference, I just put down Portland. I don't care. <laughs> Portland. Just Portland. Sitting right here. <laughs> I don't care. Sure, fine. Dallas can Dal- Dallas to beat Seattle Look, because you just had to pick one of them. I don't like Seattle, so I had nothing really against yeah, good Dallas. Cascadia Derby would work out, which which let's face it is Portland versus Seattle. I mean say Vancouver is always very much the Exactly. They're the, they're the stepsister. We're here. Yeah. Guys, hey guys, hey guys, we're in Cascadia too. North, we're Cascadia. Uh-huh. Cascadia uh-huh. for life. <laughs> Look, they'll put a team in Tacoma, and they will count them more than Vancouver, okay? Pretty much. Um, yeah. All right. So, players to watch from any team. You can have more than one if you like. I've got a few. Um, well, it's obviously DDA Drogba, um, just because, you know, whether good or bad or whatever, it's like, all right, this dude's been entertaining since he got over here. Um, aside from that, Chad Barrett, obviously. Oh, naturally. Of course, yeah, naturally. <laughs> if he naturally. comes off the bench. Um... Yeah, then especially going to I think the Vancouver Portland game is going to come down to if sort of Kakuta Mane, Darren Maddox, whoever, whichever one of those identical Dominic Ajiro wannabe 
Vancouver players. Burn! If any of those guys can actually figure out how to score goals, then Vancouver will win. So, you know, maybe whichever one they start, that guy is uh, someone to watch there. Yeah, for Vancouver, I sort of have uh, ousted, actually. Yeah. Just to Mm -hmm. see... If he can continue to mm-hmm. pull it off, really, he's been he's been surprising this year. I don't think I he's I didn't, had a very good year. I didn't right? expect yeah. him to be remotely he's, this good. He's you know it, it's the benefits of a, a solid defense and defensive midfield and a team that actually has a plan ahead yes. of you that can do wonders for making a goalie it's look amazing. Good. How that works? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, Iguain, just because it's playoffs. This is mm-hmm. he's he's not had his usual season, but towards the end of the season. This is when he starts to come into it, you know, and that you yeah. know that goal was not a spectacular goal, but Doesn't it matter. was a typical I know where to be, therefore I'm going to score this goal mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, Chris Rolfe just because I kind of I kind of enjoy the fact that he's doing well this year. I have no idea why. He's so unassuming. Like <laughs> this is just about his name, isn't it? It really is. Mm-hmm. And the headband. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the piano playing. And the piano play. Well, you know, like the yeah. ther- the the the, the you know the the encore was really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, players to watch, I, I, Piatti. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I've, I've got such a loving for that guy yep. right now. It's crazy. Um, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Dax I, McCarty, to a lesser extent. Um, boo. Uh, yeah, fuck I, Dax McCarty. I, you know, it's it's mostly like it's mostly like what him. he brings. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of his, but he he's a weird little X factor for a team that's got a fair amount of talent. Yeah. So like. The one guy that I would not expect to show up and 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 be the one that delivers you a victory, and, and he can do that, and he's capable of doing it when they've got so much firepower on the pitch. So um, I'm gonna I'll agree with you with Usted. I think uh, I don't know if there's a keeper better than him right now uh, in the in the league. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I wasn't too. I wasn't too Castillo, over Dio Diaz. Yeah, really. Like, no, you know what? Where's, where's your, yeah, I where's your boys here? Dallas. Okay, like, so not even to mention Castillo, which is the one that surprises me the so, most. Ca- so I figured that would have been first. Castillo. Okay. Did you see that right. goal? Yeah, I did. It was phenomenal. I, I was I was giddy. Uh, Mary heard me from upstairs. She's like, "What were you screaming at?" It's like you should have seen it. Um, that's my wife. Um, so yeah, I, way to ruin the I, myth, Mark. Well, what? I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not the one who's trying to perpetrate the myth of being swinging bachelor. Duncan. Duncan. <laughs> um, still haven't told your wife. Anyway, so she doesn't listen. She it's doesn't. Okay. It's okay. We're good. Um, Nobody I, tell her. I mean, let's put it this way. I I I can honestly say I have not watched enough of Castillo throughout the season. That goal was. Crazy, amazing, unbelievable. Um, he's probably capable of doing it again, but I don't know much of his pedigree, uh, even though the team's named after me. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, Piatti's, Piatti and Usted are pretty much my one two as far as these guys are going to make differences. Whether or not the rest of them around them are going to do is another story. All right. I would also say Bill Hamid, mainly because yeah. you know he is very good, but B, there's also the potential for. Like New York to just completely fucking run over DC and Bill Hamid to, to get swamped, lose make a lot of saves, shit. and just get yeah lose his shit at his defense again. That was great. Yeah, that was great. What the <laughs> fuck was that? I was like clear as day. I was like, you go, Bill Hamid. Uh, I, I, I I do like Bill Hamid. He's a, he's a great keeper. He is a great keeper. A uh, he should be playing more for the U.S. national team, but you know they have a bad coach. 
Anyway. Wait till he plays abroad. Then then he'll be loved. Before we move away from just looking at the MLS Cup playoffs, I do want to talk about that Drogba takedown thing (laughs) one more time. How is that not a red card? On what planet was the initial tackle? But okay, fine. The initial tackle, not a red card. He grabs him by the leg, does a full body roll, and slams him into the ground. Like, like it was a brilliant wrestling move mm-hmm. that was incredibly well executed, single leg takedown. Yeah. But what the hell? How is that not a red card? And why aren't the, why isn't the other team screaming for a suspension? Like I've seen very little, mm-hmm. you know, ire about this. Yeah, I think, like Greg Burr held the camera and said, "Yeah, you know, caution. That's probably about right, really." And I was like, "What?" what? what? For, for maybe one of them, I, I I would argue both parts of that thing were red card worthy each, but. I just don't yeah, get it. I, at the very least, yellow card. Well, everybody knows that designated players get a lot more leeway. I mean, if that had been anybody else out there, if that had been if that had been Patrice Bernier, he would have he would have gotten a three game suspension before the red card came out. Okay, because he's not a star. I mean, he's a legend and he's eternal, but he's not a star. Didier Drogba, international television audience, like of what? Probably like a hundred thousand people. I I have no doubt in my mind that the that the that the disco were told eh, it's okay. Just let that one that go. one go. That one that one's okay. Boys Give, will be boys. Yeah, mm. you guys like pizza? Yeah, you guys like pizza? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. The disco can be bought with pizza. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Yes. Also, though, what was Clark doing? Like, come on. Yeah. Seriously. You you've got an easy excuse to injure this guy yeah, here. Drop a knee in his throat. It's either he's got a hold of your leg. Just stamp on him. Pretend you're trying to shake your leg away from his arm. A- aim for just, his groin. Just fall down on him. I, you, you're you're a big guy. You could hurt him. Yeah. Just go for it. Take yeah. him out. What but are you, you doing? Didn't. You missed an you missed an opportunity to be a legend. Hmm. I would have made that banner. <laughs> Clark, legend, and hang it up. Yes. By Clark bars in his name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Like, there's sponsorship opportunities here. Mm-hmm. Get on that. Yeah. All right. So, obviously, there's going to be lots more to talk about next week in terms of MLS Cup playoffs. So, we're going to move away from that. We're going to do talk. I just have one question for oh, you two God, gentlemen. You with your question. I know, but it's part of the podcasting host code oh, is that we have code. to. There's yeah, a code. You and you questions? invoke the code. You ask the questions and then invoke the code. Yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Serious stuff. It's very serious stuff. Next week, we're going to get into our proper season postmortem because there's lots to talk about. And we want to devote lots of time to it and maybe have... A three-hour podcast. A three-hour podcast at our full panel here, perhaps. <laughs> you are future welcome. <laughs> um, but just one question. Uh, in, not in light of Jason Christ being suddenly available. I would have asked this regardless. <laughs> if you're Manning... Looking back on how this season ended, do you fire Bez and or Vanny? Vanny, 100%. Yes. Bez, yeah, yeah. maybe 50% that I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Vanny. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 realized, I realized that Manning instantly pointed, painted himself in the corner as pitching himself as the no-change stability guy. Well, that's fine. They all but say that, though. I, I know, I know. But in, in the case of Toronto, where... Where the turnovers... But they all say that here. I know, I know, I know. I'm just... I'm saying, if, if he's going to be the guy that actually institutes stability, him saying that, it kind of... It actually kind of felt like... Um, it 
it's kind of like if, if you think there's going to be layoffs at your work, so you work extra hard, and all of a sudden, new guy, new boss comes in like, guys, don't worry, there's no layoffs. And all of a sudden, Greg is hiding in the broom closet, jerking off. Like, it's, <laughs> instead of working, like, that's kind of what it was like. It's like, hey, guys, I can't lose my job. Same lineup. Same lineup. Yeah, you too, Robbie. You know. Yeah, I got your back. No problem. You'll get paid. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Robin, just photocopied last week's team. Yeah. That'll that's, it, it kind just, of felt like that. Tipex the date out, <laughs> put the new date in, and then photocopy it. It's all You know, good. like, if you, yeah. if you were going to have, like, a meter that kind of graphically represents it, he was probably doing okay. He got into the playoffs. He was fine. But after that absolute shit show, that thing plummeted. I think he's got to go because... For the even just for the student of the game moniker, he shows he doesn't fucking study. Mm. Like he he kind of has to make way. And I I don't know. I if I were him, if I were him saying what I said, doing what I've done, I think I would can I would can Vanny and leave Bez and tell Bez he's got to get more defenders, and that's your job for the off season. And figure out how, and figure out uh, all and the I rest. I think basically what you tell Bez is, we're bringing a new coach in. He's going to tell you what players to get. You listen to him. Yeah, yeah. you don't get, get them. You don't go after your own ideas. You just do what this guy tells you to. Yeah, which is what's supposed to be happening. Which is what was supposed to have been happening all along. Yes. Yeah, I definitely with the Vanny out. Just this, just he just he's not he's just not ready. Um, <laughs> great suit though we've already made this joke i know but it is the it's an apt statement he isn't ready for this and he's proven that throughout Mm. the this last you know season and so 44 games 47 44 plus two voyages cup and one player 47 games yeah yeah. Yeah. um i feel about the same about him as i did after 10 games at the end of last yeah. season. Nothing, like, oh, has, no faith in nothing has changed. He's shown nothing this no. season to... I, I, was, I was willing to give him a pass until the whistle blew on Thursday. It's like, that's fucking pathetic. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. I'm, that's I'm done un- that is completely, utterly mm-hmm. unacceptable from start to finish. From, from the time you signed and submitted your lineup sheet to the end of that match is unacceptable. It's completely mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. It's not because... Yeah. It's... it's, it's, it's yeah, it's the absolute lack of adaptability. Like mm-hmm. I didn't see any. I'm willing to have a bad team in a in a not a great season if it shows that something is improving or changing, or that the coach is learning, or that the players are learning. None of that seems to have happened for longer than like mm. 45, 60 minutes here and there. Oh, maybe, and then no, they just revert back to type. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's worth it. As for Bez. Um, I'm kind of like you. I'm kind of eh. like if he left, I wouldn't be heartbroken. If he stays, it will depend on what the you know mm-hmm. what the the curbs structure are. You know what, what's the structure around him? What are yeah, the yes. restrictions on his role? Yeah, you don't be the the big superstar guy making all the decisions. No, let, yeah. let the the coach guy make decisions. Exactly. You facilitate it. Yeah. You use your you stop overpaying for things and your cap wonkery to make the coaches. Ideas happen. Yeah, not yours. Yes. And everything that was officially trotted out as reasons as to why Ryan Nelson needed to be fired, oh, the team's in a tailspin. Yep, check. Oh, that was an absolute terrible performance. You could see, oh, blah, 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 blah. You could see the players giving up on him, yeah. Yes, yep, check. Yeah, anything that was remotely offered as an excuse for 
Nelson had to be fired because of this uh, is very much applicable to uh, Greg Vanny now. So, yeah. I agree. Fuck that guy. Pretty much. All right. Well, that's the end of our show this week. Uh, join us next week when pretty much all we're going to talk about with a little look at MLS playoffs, second leg games. Yes. Jason Christ, why won't you come here? Jason Christ, please come, please come, Jason. Jason, save us. Jason, save, save us, Jason. Jason. Yes. You're our only hope. Um, and of course, as I said, we are going to get into the post mortem, and that should be so much fun. Oh yes, I'm sure we'll be able to find something positive to say. Mm. Justin Morrow, Seba, maybe, maybe. Well, Seba, you know what? Seba will be a nice thing to talk about, regardless. Sure. You, said, you you can't. You can't say Seba's not a nice thing. We do like Seba. We do like Seba. You don't even have to give us beer. It's true. We will say it freely and of our own volition. I have been joined again by these two maniacal men. Maniacal. Oh, yes. Very much so. Uh, to be found on Netscape at KidNerdMark with a K, not a Q. Mark Hinckley. I'm a... I'm a Lycos market guy. I, that's a search engine. <laughs> I was I say, that's that. not a I'm a, no. Oh, what, what the fuck is the other one called? I'm a mosaic guy. Thank you very much. Wow. Nice callback. That's, that's right. That's a good one. Interneted. <laughs> Interneted. <laughs> to be found on the tweet machine at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, we've talked about this before. The entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles, and until next week, Toronto. And forever and ever and ever. Get used to it. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The bog... Oh, Jesus Lord. Already I fucked it up. Strong. <laughs> Before we get to this week's winter... Winter? Oh my God. Sorry. Whatever that was just really threw me off. I'm like, why is there an alarm going? Is it the new people again? In the event of a fire... It might be a fire, but we're going to keep recording exactly. for you. For you, yeah. dear, dear listener. Our death yes. means your entertainment. Yes. Remember our sacrifice. Remember us. I win. Us. <laughs> now. Fire. We died fire so we bad. could record this podcast and then not edit it because we're dead. So you can't even listen. You have no idea of our sacrifice. <laughs> Our sacrifice will go unacknowledged. Oh, Tony, live on for us. <laughs> yeah. Quick, send what we've recorded yeah. to Tony so he can edit it and put it out. <laughs> Find a new English guy girl and the other one. <laughs> Find them. How does he do this? <laughs> How does he come up with this shit? Well, it. it He's got the man crush on Duncan. I so realize he's that. He's just saying what he actually feels. I know, but that's that's. This is how he allows himself. But he's moments. been. He's been doing this for at least 
50 episodes, if not more. Well, this so is, he does an intro and an outro. This is unspeaking love. I know, but that's a hundred different ways of showing affection towards Dunk. Yeah, well, not that you don't deserve a hundred different ways of affection, Dunk. It's still, it's a, it's exhausting. <laughs> count the ways. It's exhausting. Like, I think of all the crazy shit I say to my wife, I can't be more, in the, more than the 40s. And he's, you've got a hundred. It's impressive. It's impressive, it's, it's, Tony. It's a, it's a deep and abiding love. Oh, it's because I'm worth it. <laughs> As for Tony Walsh, he's off scouting or something. I don't know. No, sorry. He's, he's, Where is he? He's actually in scouts. Yeah, oh, he hasn't, he is hasn't this like the, the jamboree? Yeah, I is think he, so. Is he getting a badge? And the, oh, is he getting his podcasting badge finally? I think so. I think so. I don't know if he's nice. got enough hours yet, nice. but he's up there. All right. He's, he's impersonating the badge. That's a, comedy uh, he's got that one. I, fi- I, I figured they handed that, okay. that to him. Yeah, but. That, that one. That one, yeah. That one's Either way, I mean, it must be a very long course. I mean, he's missed TFC's entire playoff run. I know. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, that's I don't think he's got cell reception where he is, so he's going to come back thinking, so how do we do, guys? <laughs> when do we go? When's our next match? Yeah. Uh-huh. Who's uh-huh. got the tickets? Okay. Yeah. On the count of three. One, two, three. Not it. Not it. Okay, you have to tell him, Kristen. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not breaking the bad news. <laughs> what are we doing here exactly? Okay. You that's okay. Suck. That's okay. You just had to play along. That's mm. fine. Mm. Fine. Jerks. I'll tell him. <laughs> <laughs>